Hey guys, welcome to another uh, episode of Chocolate Hazelnut Podcast. I'm Hazelnut. And I'm Chocolate. And we have another great episode for you today. As always, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Don't forget to tell your mommies, your aunties, and uncles all about us. Let's yes. get started. And make sure you hit that notification bell and hit that subscribe on all our podcasting uh, platforms. But um, we're going to go ahead and jump right into this um, video. So, y'all get ready. When we got married, first got married, I told her, I said, hey, if, if you get mad at me or we get upset, you know, you don't want me sleeping in the bed with you because you're mad. I'll sleep on the sofa. I'll go in the next room. You ain't going to your mom's, and I'm not running to my mom's. We ain't running and telling them nothing. So, I agree with that concept because when you start inviting other people into your relationship, it allows for drama. It allows for things to get blown out of proportion. And say you and your significant other, you guys are having a fight over something petty. The family will always bring that up either to you or there might be, you know, some families are, are like really funny acting. Oh, so you remember when he said this every time you're around or little snarky comments mm-hmm. like a family gathering. So now it makes it extremely uncomfortable for the person that's not within that family initially the spouse or whatever what have you and then if you have children they can sense stuff like that the hostility between the person and the other person's family true i would also add that instead of running to tell anybody else about the problems that you are having in your relationship talk to your your partner your husband your wife boyfriend girlfriend um because when you do that, and like he just said, like, if y'all, if y'all got to sleep in separate rooms for a night or two or whatever, like, if y'all are with each other and not running from the problem, y'all will actually be able to get the problem solved. Like, literally, like, instead of going trying to look for validation from folks telling you what you want to hear or flat out avoiding the problem, whatever, or creating more problems because, you know, you, a lot of people tend to, like you say, blow things out of proportion so literally like just kind of staying in the house staying around your partner like hey like you know they did this thing to piss me off but i'm here and then eventually you you have to talk you have to solve the issue so i agree you guys do need to talk because a lot of time the misunderstanding is just a difference of perspective, a difference of understanding. A difference of tone. So not necessarily tone. It's it's about the if it's relayed and the tone is what causes you, you can grow up, you guys to get over that. But I'm talking about like uh, the perception in which the message was relayed. You may have perceived that this was the message, but that was not it. It takes me back to school where they give you the communication diagram. You encode the message and you send it. The receiver decodes it and then they relay you the feedback to ensure that the communication was sufficient. And in between that, there's a lot of noise, background noise, white noise, your own brain thinking. Yeah. So your own experiences about, I mean, the, the, about what was talked about. So it's about... Not the what tone. the person, not the tone is you're, not you're, you're misunderstanding about, what I mean when I say uh, tone. Uh, when uh, I say when I say tone, I'm not talking about the pitch of your voice necessarily. Well, that's you what don't tone have to. Means. Yes and no. 
Um, now you want to make me Google this, but so I'm talking about the. I'm, I'm trying delivery. to say what I'm trying to say when I say tone because the way you say something to somebody matters. Like you know how people say. Um, you know, whenever you're getting text messages and or you're reading emails or whatever, the way that somebody writes something, you interpret it as a tone. I didn't like the way they wrote this. What did they mean by that? Maybe they had an attitude. You interpret it a different way. Hold on. You interpret it a different way that may not have been what they meant, but that's still kind of the tone of their email. And so that it's getting in, interpreted as such and you have to talk to correct that. All right, and again, that's called the encoding. Okay, encoding but it's... the decoding of the message, the sending and the receiving of a message. The sender encodes it, the receiver decodes it, and if they mm -hmm. don't, then it's a misunderstanding or the perception is different. Like when okay. we say tone, the word you should be using is encode. Not necessarily because, because that it's... is the official terminology for I'm not I'm not I'm not disputing the official terminology for communication I'm speaking in the real world and most people will simply be like I don't like your tone of voice yeah. whether or not you raised it or not that's basically what it is but anyway we digress let's go ahead and get back to this video that's happening in here because this is between you and me I don't like your tone of voice great just wanted to know okay but I really believe that real strongly. I think the whole concept of love, commitment, and marriage is not in its proper place today. Because I think a lot of females feel like love is butterflies in your stomach and looking perfect all the time. And he's smelling good and, you know, he treating you, you know, like royalty all the time. That's not reality. Ooh, she could not say that much better. Like, I swear... Wait. I, I want to kind of see what she going to say. Well, hold on. I just want to throw this out there, though. When she said that is not reality, that is not reality. I get so tired of hearing people like, oh, the sparks and the this and that. It was instant chemistry, yada, yada, yada. There was a, a quote or, or something that I saw or heard somewhere um, where it was like basically that whenever you get those like instant flames and the sparks and there's a burning fire when you first meet somebody those raging fires tend to die out quickly versus if you take the time to build that fire it'll last a lot longer and that's exactly what she's talking about watch i guarantee you all right i'm done you ready but a lot of women and men i think and you can correct me if i'm wrong go into relationships with the wrong idea about what it comes with okay and so she's actually speaking a lot of knowledge and you can tell she's an older person not just an older woman that a romanticized feeling about love in a marriage is misleading the happy ever after he's supposed to pre treat you like a princess and a queen most people don't know what the king and queen role is. We discussed that before, so I'm not going to go into that. Mm -hmm. Tell them to research what the king does and what the queen does and what the princess does. So I just want to throw this in there for our folks that are listening on um, like, you know, Spotify and everything else. This couple that we're listening to right now, they it says up here on the caption that they've been married for 49 years. So I just want to put that out there to... Um, emphasize the fact of them saying 
what works. Like you don't get to 49 years of marriage, you know, out of thin air. It takes work. It takes effort. It takes communication. It takes all of the things that these people are saying. And literally, if you just look at the folks who are doing it, who have done it, um, you know, they generally seem to always kind of re-emphasize these same points. And I really genuinely don't understand why that is so hard for younger folks to... It's, it's not just younger so, folks. It's our whole generation. We do not know how to stick through. We think we're supposed to get the fuzzies. If you don't get instant gratification, on. then you leave. That's basically what it is. I, I it's instant gratification. I believe our generation, we haven't been shown enough that marriage takes work, that everything isn't perfect all the time. I believe, personally, I believe that a lot of people, when you hit that rough patch, are so quick to run that you never give it a chance to correct course. Your rough patch can be a day, can be a week, can be a year, can be a month. It can even be a couple years, but you guys have to continue to work and fight. You both have to want it. Sometimes you're going to love the person. Sometimes you're going to hate them. Sometimes you're going to be like, you woke up. She looked at me wrong. He looked at me wrong. What are you looking at? But you but guys have I to work. Tell what, you. what did you say the other day? You have ebbs and flows. Ebbs and flows. Love is a choice. Mm -hmm. Period. And here's the thing that's different for us, too. It's not, it's not just a feeling when you love somebody. It's a decision that you've chosen this person and you're going to be committed to this person and that there are going to be tests, trials, struggles. You're not going to always agree on the same thing. But today it just seems like the mind said, okay, this ain't working no more. I'm out. See, this oh, is the thing. Oh, man. She just highlighted what both of us said. We literally in like just two, said it. In a whole lot shorter period of time. <laughs> so... The decision to love someone is a choice. The feeling that you get is a choice. It is endorphins in your brain. Like, those endorphins will wear off. I don't care who you are, who the person is. The physical attraction will change over time. That's why you have to have that emotional connection. You have to have that mental connection. You have to have that spiritual connection. You guys have to be connected more than just the physical. Cause or if, monetary. Yes. Um, you also have to, like, if it's all about sex in your relationship, if your bodies start changing, your sexual chemistry change, you have to get to re-know each other, whether you're 21 years old or 62, you're going to fail. I mean, but... If that's all it is. But see, literally so many people, like she just said, when things start to get rough, they just be like, oh, I don't have to deal with this. I can go find somebody else better. And they just like literally like they they just quit. They call it quits. They're not trying to make it work. People don't want to put in an effort. And I know that people always say like, oh, you know, relationships and marriages are hard work and effort and this and that. But when you make the simple choice, because many, many people go to jobs every single day that they absolutely hate. They would rather be anywhere else in the world doing anything else other than their job. But they do it. Why? Because they need a paycheck. They got bills to pay. They got to take care of themselves, whatever. So they make the choice day in and day out to wake up and go to work at a job that they hate. But they cannot choose to be with somebody that they claim to love. Because they are not perfect in their eyes. But let's... Let's go ahead and finish. The problem, I think, with relationships today is people are too selfish. It's all about them. 
So I get ready to leave the house. He's got my glasses sitting on my purse. You see what I'm saying? He knew me and cared enough about what I needed, my shortcomings, because I am very forgetful. So he gets ahead of that. And he says, she ain't going to wear these glasses. Let me put them on her purse. She got to take her purse. <laughs> Those things are worth gold. Yes, they are. It's the little things. The little bitty things. We, we talked about this before. Remember I was saying that... Um, it's like the small little things. You may not want to get up and drive 10 minutes to go to freaking Starbucks for coffee every day for your wife, but you know it makes her happy and she's much better throughout the day because of it. She may not want to sit there and watch two hours of football with you, but you enjoy it, so she does it, you know? So it's those little bitty things that may not seem like a lot, but they matter. They matter so much. Instead of driving 10 minutes to Starbucks, just get up and brew the coffee yourself. I mean, but, you know, a lot of, like, people who love Starbucks, they kind of go crazy over Starbucks. Well, so I, I, got the, I got the coffee maker right there. I got the whipped cream. <laughs> I mean, but you know, you know what? Like, that, you could do that, too. I, I, I if you go also, buy an espresso also, machine also and you make blender. that coffee every morning just for I, her. I got a blender for her, too. Just, <laughs> 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 you know. And put my milk in there, my cream, and coffee. We we good. Yeah, but I mean, no, literally, though, no, the little don't, things. Don't that show that I love her more by doing that than getting in the car driving ten minutes? It, it depends, but the effort is what matters. Yeah, but I'm literally. over there like just just like riding that blender to okay. the end of the day, you know. But um, <laughs> but um. Literally, like this, oh my gosh, I'm in love with this clip. I'm sorry. All right, let's go ahead. And that's why 49 years later, technically 51 years later, get it? you can say this is somebody that is a keeper for life. And that's how I sincerely feel. Oh, thank you, girl. Oh. <laughs> yeah, give him that old man laugh. So... That I was love, the cutest video. I, I like, absolutely love that. He's like, thank you, yeah. Yes. My uncle, so. 49, well, 51 years later, he's still in love with his wife, appreciating her little comments, and she's like, oh, I'm Well, I'm that's, that's what it looked like when you guys work together. <laughs> and you could tell, while she was doing the talking, you can tell she defers to him on a lot of stuff, and he defers to her, too. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just him, and it's not just her making... But they both know their roles within the relationship. It's all a partnership. They respect yeah. each other's boundaries. They balance each other out. And they do what they got to do. You can see it. I, I say you can tell they know their roles within their relationship. And you know, a lot of people hate that, that you have roles. Everybody has a role. Those roles are fluid, but you have a role to play in your relationship. But, I mean, you have a role to play at all times, and you are, you wear many hats, parent, wife, husband, teacher, whatever, like, you wear many hats, and you just gotta adapt, but yeah. with all that being said, you guys, please let us know what you think about this video, let us know if we're wrong, right, if you agree, disagree with what was said, um, again, make sure you hit that notification bell, and make sure you hit that subscribe button, and hit that thumbs up, thanks, you guys.